I was sitting there thinking, what amazing songs. There was that great hymn at the very beginning. What was it? Uh, he lives? Because he lives. And I've always liked that song, but I knew it was missing something because it needed an electric lead guitar, right? <laughs> to walk through that thing and make it really come alive. So anyway, thank you, all of you. I love that. I've been looking forward to this morning... Uh, I, I, I always look forward to Tuesday mornings. I think it's one of my favorite times of the week uh, to be with all of you. And this semester, of course, to be finding out how it is that David got identified as a man after God's own heart. Um, and what was it that his life tells us about God's heart? And what is it about David that was attractive to God and so on? This morning is one of those... Um, grand favorites, the story of David and Goliath, right? This is one of those that you've been hearing about from, from uh, the time you were in the earliest days of Sunday school and has probably been badly applied in many, many different situations. Um, I'm sure this morning we will not follow in that great tradition of abusing the text. Our speaker is another reason I've been looking forward to this. Her name is Sonam Zangmo. Now, does anybody want to guess where Sonam is from? I could start with, do you think this is a man or woman, but I already gave that away. Yeah, 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 we got a couple guys over here that are really smart. Where is Sonam from? Yeah. <laughs> she was born and brought up in Bhutan to a Buddhist family. She accepted Christ in 1995 and since then has been recruited by God in the kingdom's mission to reach out to a broken world. She has a PhD in theology. She's served in Canada, Bhutan, and other places in Southeast Asia with her husband whom she married in 2005. His name is Justin and their two boys are Michael and Gabriel. Michael and Gabriel, I want to tell you right now, your parents have no small ambitions for you, naming you Michael <laughs> and Gabriel. <laughs> no small ambitions. She loves reaching out to the broken world with a message of God's love. Just so you know, for those of you who are going, where is Bhutan? Let me see, South America? Yeah, yeah, no. Just above Bangladesh and a little bit east of Nepal, and just south of Tibet, in the Himalayan mountains. It's a Buddhist kingdom on the Himalaya's eastern edge. For those of you who are looking for adventure, I invite you to go visit Bhutan. I can remember being told it's the most beautiful country in the world by Bob Morris, if anybody knows that name. It's known for its monasteries and fortresses and dramatic landscapes that range from subtropical plains to steep mountains and valleys in the Himalayas, peaks such as 7,000-meter uh, Jomalhari are trekking destinations. Come on up, Sonam. Let me open in prayer and uh, get this started. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for Sonam and her family. We thank you for this important message that you have for us today. Now we ask for that greatest gift of all, mm -hmm. that you would give your Holy Spirit in unbounded measure to Sonam that she would speak for you to us and give us your spirit to have us hear from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Thank you. Good morning. Um, I thank God and thank Mark for inviting me over to meditate upon the Word of God. And bef be, uh, before we go in the Word of God, I want to show where Bhutan exactly is. So there. In case. <laughs> if you are hoping to go for adventure. So that's Bhutan between China and India. And next slide, please. This is a king and queen of Bhutan. As you can see, a little um, um, princess too, prince. And next slide, please. This is where I'm from. You can see the red circle there, can you see? That's my place. I was born and raised in that place. So next slide. Um, those are the monastery and fortress uh, Mr. Mark was talking about. So this is Bhutan. Welcome to Bhutan. Okay. Oh, let us meditate on the word of God. Before I go further, let us pray. Father, we bless you and thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for gathering us today on this very day in this very place, Lord God. We pray for your Holy Spirit to come and minister through me, Lord God. We all need you. We want you to speak to us, Lord. You are welcome here, Lord God. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today my text is from uh, 1 Samuel 17. As uh, Mr. Mark was saying, like we all know about David and Goliath, right, story. And... Um, in the beginning of the um, chapter 17, one following verses, we can see the battlefield. To please, uh, next slide, please. So I just bought this map for you, uh, just to pictureize visually. So that was the place where um, Israeli and Philistine they were having a war. Um, Next slide, please. Oh. So, I, I just wanted to talk, um, talk about um, um, Goliath. In, the, in verse 1 to 4, um, we can see, uh, verse 1 to 3, we see about the battlefield, where they were placed, how they were placed, and we, uh, where it is happening, right? And uh, from verse 4 to 7, we can see a huge man called Goliath. And we can see from verse 4 to 7, what we see is his, how heavy was his armor, like 125 pounds, and his, his spear alone weighted 15 pounds, and how he was well-dressed for the uh, battlefield, and how, how tall he was, like scholar has said, you know. Some says like he was... Nine, point, uh, 9 feet 9 inches above tall, right? And he was, he was the tallest among the battle, you know, among all the armies. And um, he was so confident that Philistine will surely win this battle today. He was very, very proud and very self-confident that surely Philistine is going to win this battle. And we, we see in verse 8 to 10, he was challenging for duel, right? He was shouting and screaming and sh saying like, come on, let us have a fight. You know, he was so much confident over his strength. 
he was, um, and he was the strongest of all of them, right? Physically, when we look physically, he was very strong. We all have Goliath in our lives. Every day, we have different options and choices in our life. We face, every day we face different kinds of Goliaths in our life. My family were challenged with these two options in 1990s. If they should, there were a severe persecution in Bhutan and we were asked to leave the country. We were left with two options, to leave the country or to leave the religion. My dad was in prison for three months, more than three months. Like everything was everywhere and my mom was dragged to court every day. And many people indeed have left the country. Many people have left the country. Many people left the religion because of the severe persecution. Time to time, police come and they will take all of us to the jail and we have to stay whole day in the jail. You know, we see Philistines, they were so much confident in their armed, armed warrior that they were, they were already, they already decided they have won the battle, right? And we see uh, verse 11 following, Saul and Israeli army already accepted to be as a defeated, like they have already decided they are already defeated by their fear. Because we see that um, they were greatly horrified by the giant because they saw his out, outward appearance. The giant was so big, he was so confident, he was coming forward for the duel. Come on, somebody come out to fight with me. He was ready to kill, right? To devour and to take over Israeli. And Saul, so when we look back in chapter, uh, in uh, uh, Samuel 9 2, we see that Saul was a giant among Israeli army, right? He was a giant. He was head taller than all the Israeli. And when we look back in chapter 14, we see Philistines were recently defeated by Israeli. But now, again, they are coming to war against Israeli. Why? Maybe they have heard that the Spirit of God left Saul. They were so confident. Oh, yeah, now the, he doesn't have the Spirit of God. Now I can, we can defeat and take over Israeli. And Saul was terrified and so afraid. He was a man of warrior. We see his fame and his fall for throughout from chapter 9 till 15 when we read. He was a man of war. Now why is he terrified? He was so afraid because the Spirit of God left him. Because God's Spirit left him. You know, Saul obeyed God but obeyed God partially. And partially obedient is disobedient, right? Obedient as a believer is mandatory. We must obey the word of God. We must obey God. What we believers do, you know, whenever we want to obey, we obey. Whenever we don't want to obey, we don't obey. It doesn't work like that. 
God said, obedience is better than sacrifice. We matter to God. God wants to have intimate relationship with us. You know, he was, Saul was, you know, he was afraid of people. We see in the, <clears throat> in chapter um, 13, verse 14, we see, I was afraid of people. You know, he looked at the people. And he was afraid of people. And he does what people tell him. We, every day we face Goliath in our lives. What do we do with this Goliath in our lives? Born. Different kind of scenes in our lives, right? We are young. I was young too once, long time ago. Now I'm old, as you see. When we are young, like, you know, now what I think, you know, long time ago, I used to think like, you know, when I, like when I was 15 years old, I accepted Christ. And we didn't have any, like, Bible. I, I hardly know. I have never been to Sunday school. I don't know the story of David and Goliath. You know, I grew up in a Buddhist country, all fully Buddhist. We don't know. There was no non-missionary or nothing, no Christian, no church, nothing. Completely Buddhist. What happened? Like, when I first came to Christ, I didn't know who Jesus was like. But God is so powerful. God answers the prayer of the people. On the mountain, I accepted Christ. There was severe persecution that we have to hide in the jungle for praying. One day my brother said, do you want to go on the top of the mountain? I says, I love tracking. I hated to be Christian, honestly. Like, you know, all of a sudden my mom is praying for hours and hours called Jesus. And there was no friends. We are all of a sudden, we are isolated from people. And my mom will kneel down and pray forever and we used to sleep forever. It was like I used to think, what is Christian? And we used to watch English movie, you know. Television came to Bhutan in 1999 or sometimes, recently opened. So we used to watch sometimes movie. And what I saw was some, um, <clears throat> in the movie, this um, priest will do this one. So we thought this was the Christian thing. And all our family had a big cross hanging because we thought that was a Christian thing, right? So we were wearing those and, you know, we say, okay, we are Christian, those ones. So when I first came to Christ, I didn't know what Jesus was. I didn't know what Bible was. How blessed are you? You are born in a, in a religion freedom country. You have a, a big opportunity, you know. Every day is, every day is opportunity and special. You know, now I love to hear my Shine FM. You know, you turn on the radio in the car. Wherever you go, there is the word of God lavishly. What are you doing with it? You know, this part of the world, we have lots of things to make choice, right? You turn on radio, there's godly and ungodly radios. What do you listen to? There is the word of God freely here. In the mountains, there is no word of God freely.
we see during this um, battlefield, we hear about Jesse. He had eight sons, right, including David. His three sons were in the battlefield. Three sons who were rejected by God to be like rejected by God to be king. We see a man in Samuel 13, 14, we see God saying, I found a man after my own heart. God is saying to Samuel, you know, I've already chosen king for me. I found a man after my own heart. Why? David was in the middle of the jungle, taking care of his father's sheep. How come he became a man after God's heart? I was meditating and thinking about that. You know, what was David? How come he was a teenage boy, very young boy, taking care of sheep? There must be a lot of shepherd in that time. Why David? Why? Must be. He must be having an intimate relationship with God. He must be praising and worship God in that thick mountain. When nobody sees him, God saw him. Right? We matters to God. Our heart matters to God. No matter what, where you are. Inside your washroom, in the room, in the mountain, city, town, everywhere, God needs you. God wants you. God wants to have relationship with you. You matters to God. You know, I feel so special every day. Every day I go to my knees and I cry to God, saying, thank you, God. Among thousands of Buddhist people, why me, God? Why did you choose me? God took me to many countries. You know, I didn't know what was Bible. After that mountain, God visited me with his anointing. He just didn't visit me, but he anointed me with his spirit and dwelled within my heart. I always think about money, you know, duplicate money and original money. Nowadays, we people make lots of duplicate money and original money. We are supposed to seal and mark by the Spirit of God. That's why the Word of God says, in the end days, many will come in my name and say, Lord, I prophesy in your name. I heal people in your name. I preach. I have lots of degrees and this and that. But what will God say? I don't know you. Depart from me, you evil doors. Why? Our hearts matter to God, guys. God loves you so much. You are very precious in the sight of God. God loves you. He has a plan for you. You know, And strangely, when we look in the verse 15, we see, whenever Spirit of God, Spirit of God left Saul, and then God sent evil spirit, spirit of distress, the evil spirit to disturb him. And what happened? In verse, um, when we look in verse 16, uh, verse 18, we can, uh, 18 following, we see, he brought David, um, 16, um, 23. We see whenever he was disturbed by the evil spirit, David, David played a music for king. Why David? 
Because he has the spirit of God. Why not other people who play instrument? In everything. I saw in Mr. Mark's office, he has a staff, right? I really like that. You know, we have everything in our hand, the word of God, everything. Do we first, as a theologian, as the children of God, first we apply in ourselves. People see the reflection of Jesus Christ through us. You know, you don't have to carry Bible and preach among, especially among the um, unbeliever, like Buddhist country, Hindu country, everywhere. People see us. People look at us. You don't have to take Bible and say, hey, sinners, come here. I'm going to share about the light of the world. People see light of the world, light through us. We are the reflection of Jesus Christ. Jesus, the Spirit of God reflected through David. Spirit of God sang through David. That's why Saul was comforted, right? For 40 days, Goliath kept on challenging. For 40 days, come on. Every time, you know, we have Goliath in our life. Every time it comes out, maybe we are struggling with different sins in our life. Maybe our family, our relatives, our friends must be bugging us from doing the will of God. What do we do? What is our choice? God has to be the first choice, right, in our life. He keeps on coming and shouting. And what happened? Jesse happened to send his son David to the battlefield, battle place to bring food for his brother and hear the news from there. That time David went there. And what happened was, same time in verse 23, Goliath was at the same time he was coming out challenging Israeli. Hello, dead bodies. Like, you know, come on, let's fight. He was very impatient to kill. He was ready to fight. But Israeli were terrified, hiding and running away. Wounded soldier, you know, if you are wounded, if we, are, if we have bad choices, sin in our life, we are already defeated. I, as I, as a missionary evangelist, I go around the world, I tell you guys, if you have a sin in your life, if you have Goliath in your life, don't go to feel because you are already defeated. I'm sorry to say that. How do we deal with the Goliath within us? Kill it, guys. Kill it. We can do all things through Christ who strengthened me, us. He who is in us is greater than he who is in this world. Jesus is greater. We are only supposed to fear God. You know, for me, fearing God is falling in love with God, in reverence. Fearing God is obeying God, loving Him, respecting Him, seeking Him, worshiping Him. You know, we see David was almost forgotten by his own dad. Samuel went and said, anointed one by one. Everyone was gone and like, do you have any other kid? Oh yeah, there is my youngest son, but he's taking care of sheep. Call him. That's the one I anointed. That's the one I noticed. That's the one who worshiped me every time. That's the one who seek me. And he has found favor in my eyes. I'm going to anoint him. 
You don't need anything. You don't need background. You don't need education. You don't need money. You need God. We need God. God is everything, guys. See here. And then this David heard this and he's like, seriously, this pagan uncircumcised coming to challenge the children of God? It's so interesting that as we read, you know, there's a three place where David asks, what is the reward for the person who defeat this giant? People like, you know, the reward, the price. Ex exemption from the taxes. To be uh, in-laws of king is a big thing. You know, Bhutan is a kingdom country. We have a king there. And what happens? It's so nice. Like we have to wear traditional dress, head to toes. We have to bow down. It's a big thing to be uh, in-laws of king, you know. Bodyguard. Car, nice place, right? I, I would love it, actually. So, what happened was like, and I was wondering about, and I was pondering on this word, why David had to ask three times to this Israeli army. I was thinking, you know, he was trying to make a point, saying like, you know what? We are children of God, and who is that uncircumcised people? He was giving hint to Israeli army, saying that, hey guys, come on, wake up. You are the chosen God. In the book of Pentateuch, the book of, in the book of Genesis, like five books, it says like, how, like there's many promises of God, right? I will fight for you. I will go with you. Lots of promises. And Israeli people for God. Even Saul for God. He was like, they were so scared. And David's like, hey, come on. We are the chosen people of God. Who is that uncircumcised people? There is nothing. But Israel didn't get it. People didn't get it. You know, today I'm telling to you about God. Today I'm preaching how important we are. Are you getting it? You are important to God. Your heart matters to God. Doesn't matter how you look, where you're from. Doesn't matter. So what happened here now? Okay, I gave up. I'll go myself. Right? Goliath, Goliath didn't know that. A man of God, the anointed child of God, David heard this time. The fear of man bring us near, but he who trusts in the Lord will be exalted. Fear often leads us to destruction. What seems right in the eye of man may lead us to bottomless pit. Right? Failure. David didn't, ask, didn't have to ask permission. He was ready because the Spirit of God was within him. Here am I. I'm going to fight him. Through who? Through God. Through Spirit of God. I see his brother, you know. Like uh, his brother was like, hey, my younger brother, teenage brother is here. That's the stumble block in our life. Comes from our own family, right? He's young. You go back. But he didn't, didn't listen to that. The world doesn't matter to him because within him there was spirit of God. He went. He fought. 
Because in the book of Ephesians 6-12, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against all the principalities of the darkness in spiritual realms. Um, slide 10, please. And then again, we, he goes to Saul, and Saul says, Hey, boy, you are so young. He is a man of war from his childhood. You are just a young youth, teenage. You can't fight him. What David says, I was taking care of my dad's sheep. I fought with lion and bear, and I killed them. And this uncircumcised man is just like that animal to me. Right? He was saying that to Saul. And Saul, was, Saul saw his confidence in Christ. Saul had tested that, right? tested the Spirit of God. But unfortunately, the Spirit of God left him. And he saw the spirit within this David. And okay, you can wear my armor. Saul was foot head, head taller than Israeli, and David a young teenage guy. Imagine David in Saul's um, armor. He had to drag, you know. And what happened? People tried to change us. The world will try to change us. There's a lot of fashion. There's a lot of, like Martin Luther says, temptation is not sin, but yielding into temptation is sin. Yeah? That's full of temptation. I like to be bad. You know, there's, there's a lot of things. Everybody likes to do this and that. But we are supposed to focus on this. This is a handy book, you know. If I, I just started to drive. So when I'm lost somewhere, Something happened. I tried to take out my handy book and try to read trolley. Oh, okay. This is, oh, maybe that happened. This is Christian handy book, guys. Do you have this in your hand? Apply this in your life. Car without gas. Christian, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm a BMW. I'm a beautiful car. Car without gas, do you think it will move anywhere? With the Spirit of God. We are useless. I have a PhD. Hi, guys. My name is PhD. I have a PhD from this. I've done PhD here. But without the Spirit of God, I'm like beautiful decorated car. Seriously, guys. In the, field, in the battlefield, it's not like you are sitting in a classroom, here a theologian, there a theologian, here a theologian, back theologian. It's not like that. In the battlefield, you keep on, can you, yeah, there, is, there you go. See, this is our, um, spiritually, not physically, though. And you, next slide, please. This is how we fight. Jesus fought, right? And what happened? Who won the battle, David or Goliath? Anybody knows? <laughs> Of course, David, right? It's like Goliath was, hey, you. He was still challenging, challenging David. He's like, what a fool man, this uncircumcised, challenging me. I will go in the name of the Lord. The key word. I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. And I will kill you. And you will be defeated today in the name of God. Jehovah, God of Israel. And he did. 
If God is for us, who can be against us? I can do all things through Christ, yeah? Next slide, please. We all image this, right? David like, and like David went in his own gift. He has that thing, shepherd stuff, and slingshot in his hand. Saul tried to wear his armor on him. He didn't wear. You know, when I was young, I used to pray, God, make me like Billy Graham, Benny Hinn. I look back and say, what, what a waste of my time. Right? Why didn't I pray, God, make me more like you? Use me just the way I am. I always match. if David went in Saul's armor, surely he will be defeated. Right? He went just the way he is in obedience to the Spirit of God and who won the victory. And next slide, please. And, you know, I, I always think about this um, helmet. In ancient helmet, right? I always match this ancient helmet has everything covered, right? Next slide, please. This is what happened, right? You are just an instrument of God. When we walk with Him in obedience, God uses us. And God moves through us. It's not us. Yes, I went to India and healed five people. Ten people was healed. I was preaching and this guy came and I prayed over him. Not me. I decreased. He increased through us. That's what happened. God used us. We are instruments. If we are a sharp knife, I'm a housewife, right? Two. I have two boys. I like to use the sharpest knife at home. I don't like to use those dull knives. I tell my husband, do something with it or throw it in the garbage bag. And I use the sharp one. We are knife in the hand of God. When we spend time with Him on our knees, worshiping His name, seeking Him, He uses us, not us. It is not we that we do. It is God who does through us. God lives within us and uses us. We are His instrument. The more God uses you, the more you're supposed to glorify the name of God. Not I, not me. I went to many places. God did a lot of things. I went internationally, nationally. God did a lot of things. I give all glory to God. It's because of God. It's not because of me. It's all because of God. Saul, win, uh, David won the victory. He became in-law to king. Unfortunately, his father-in-law always tried to kill him, right? So there's a lot of things. I'll stop here because of the time. I'll come back one if God permit and if Mark invite me back to talk more about that. Because of the time. So I just want us to meditate and let's pray to God. If you are struggling with Goliath in your life, I just want to encourage you to pray to God. Ask God to come in your life. You know, when I was 15 years old, I didn't know God. All of a sudden, this heavy anointing of God came without the word of God. I was crazily in love with him. Like, you know, I could not sleep. I started taking 40 days fasting, 30 days fasting, wanting to know God from Bible. I was crazy. I, every time I tell to sometimes when I'm angry with my husband, I say, thank God Jesus was my first love, that whatever you do, I don't get hurt, right? Because Jesus never hurts you, seriously. Jesus loves you so much. 
He never leave you nor forsake you. He loves you just the way you are. Your heart matters to God. Where is our heart today? Okay, Jesus, I'll give you this quarter. And this quarter, I will do this. And that quarter, this. And that quarter, that doesn't work with God like that. God wants all of you. All or nothing. God wants you to be in the book of Revelation 3.20, I guess, or somewhere. Surely in the book of Revelation, it says, if you are, if you are, you have to be cold or hot. Coal will be spit out, right? You have to be fire for God. Don't look around. Look up. God. Let us pray. Um, I'll pray. Can I play a short song? Uh, let us reflect our life. Let us see where our heart. Let us examine ourselves and listen to this one song, okay? If you want to pray, you can pray. If you want to stand and pray. or Can you play that music, please? Let us reflect. Let us reflect our life. Let us search our heart. Let us tell God, here am I. This is what I'm facing. This is what is happening. Please give me confidence in you. Give me faith that can move the mountains. Faith that can move the problem within my heart. Okay? Um. You unravel me with a melody. You can stand, please. Let's you surround me. If you want, you can sing with it and soul. pray with it. Same. Thank you, Jesus. Of deliverance from my enemies. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking to every heart here. Thank you for visiting. Not only visiting, Lord, taking inhabitation in the hearts of the people here, Lord Jesus. May your anointing come and rest upon your people, Lord Jesus. These people are precious in the sight of the Lord, Jesus. They're facing lots of Goliaths in their lives. Jesus, may your spirit dwell within them. Move away all the Goliath from their heart, Jesus. Help them to stand, Lord God. Seek you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I bless your name. King of kings, Lord of lords, Prince of peace, Jesus, Son of God. We worship you. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you. We bless you, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. Spirit of God, without you, we can do nothing. Without you, we are nothing, Lord. We need you here today. I need you, Lord. I need you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, Jesus, Son of God. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Jesus, Son of God. Bless you. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, I'm a child of God. Anointed, appointed, set aside for the kingdom's business. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Worship you. Jesus, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Hallelujah. Jesus, bless you. Bless you, Father. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father.
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. May you be with all your chosen children here, Lord God. May you go with them today and bless them with a great day. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you.